Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cathartic Yelling Podcast. I'm Thomas DiNapoli, and I'm hoping that you've forgotten the sound of our voices over the last two weeks. And I'm Corey Skloth, and I'm hoping you forgot what side of the Mason-Dixon line I live on. Today's episode is brought to you by Judaism. I can say that because I'm Jewish, and I'm the real Corey. Thank you, Tom slash Corey. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's get right into the dumb shit Cody said anonymously. Um... I'm going to let you take this one because I feel like you have the passion for it. Thank you, Corey. So uh, these are rare, let me just say, coming up. Cody has pretty much completely abandoned us as friends, group chat members, and acquaintances. But And we don't deserve it. We're clearly very nice to him, and you know, we, we would never give him grief about anything. I, th- so. I think anyone who listens to this show knows that. So Of course. He was, he, he doesn't talk to us. And then when he does, it's because he wants something. And this was not that instance, giving him some slack here, because that's what we do. Texting the group chat emphatically. And he goes, guys, I just met Murr, exclamation point. And then we're both like, oh, cool, Cody, we know how much you love Impractical Jokers. So, you know, cool, awesome. And then someone asked where. And then he goes, well, at a book signing. And then we just gave it to him. He just out of nowhere, we were talking about God knows what. We could have been talking. We could have been having a nice debate about whether blue cheese or ranch is better. We'll get into that. Not today. Later date. But he just flies in here, tells us he met Murr, and presented it as if it was he bumped into him on the street. He signed some autographs. He took some pictures. They got a cup of coffee together. But you said it perfectly. You go, wow, you're so shocked and appalled that you met someone where they're getting paid to be there and your money is going towards him for a book he wrote and he's promoting. It's weird. I don't remember having said that, but it does sound like something so brilliant that only my mind could have come up with it. Um, No, I mean, it's like you said, it, it sounds like it's something that you ran into him on the street. You bumped into him he's friends with your neighbor and you went over to your neighbor's house to visit a cup of sugar in the nude did i say visit a cup of sugar yep late record time Corey. this is what happens holy shit dude you should have seen me last night i was delirious with being tired i slept 12 hours um anyway so yeah if he goes to visit his neighbor to borrow a cup of sugar in the nude that's the correct <laughs> way to phrase that sentence um and uh, then he's like, oh, shit, hey, I know I'm naked right now, but is that Murr at your, your kitchen table? And they're like, oh, yeah, that is Murr. Are you a fan? And Cody's like, yes, can't you tell? That's why my penis is now entirely erect. I'm sure it's obvious to see because I have no pants on, um, you know, as Cody is wont to do. Um, but, like, it's like showing up to, like, your neighbor's house and Oh my God, guys! I just saw my neighbor at my neighbor's house. It, it, they were they were home. They were exactly where they were expected to be, and I saw them there. Yeah, I know. There's nothing shocking or appalling that you know. You met him. You paid yeah. to meet him, and he's signing a book. Like there's yeah. so many layers and factors to this. What um, would have but- been a good story was if he'd gone to Murr's book signing and came back and was like, guys. He wasn't fucking there. That would have yeah. been a story. Yeah. I would have been interested in that. But Me too. Ah. That's like the one time I know someone said 
they were at a concert at college and Drake Bell was supposed to headline and he didn't show up. So poor Drake Bell. That sounds like Drake Bell. He uh, yeah, it does. He's kind of gone off his rocker. Eh, what are you gonna do? Kind of like Cody. All right, enough of Drake Bell. Enough of Cody. Certainly enough of Cody. <laughs> so uh, last week you were home and we did not do a live episode because we are um, forbidden to do that uh, in our contracts. Or it's, and... or let, let's get into the real reason. I'm going to interject real quick. The real yeah. reason we didn't do a live episode is because your car, a piece of shit from the year 1943, broke down and you couldn't come over. And, of course, I'm not going to go to you because fuck that. Yeah. Well, Big Blue's back on the road, trust me, again. Another foreshadowing here. Corey's got a lot to say about Big Blue. Anyone, if you ever see Tom driving a 1998 Honda Civic? Nine, 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 I'm sorry. I aged it one year. Fucking lock me up. Um, if you ever see, basically if you ever see Tom driving a car, cause no one's going to allow them to drive their decent car because he's only used to guard. Like, he'll be like, what's this? I'll be like, that's a clock. He'll be like, where are the hands? Tom, it's digital. <laughs> what does that mean? My, big blue has a sundial on the driver's side window. I gave you a Southern accent a little bit in that, but, uh, I'm sticking by it. Yeah. So if you ever see Tom driving a car, it's probably big blue, um, its wheels are probably loose. The steering wheel is an old plate from his grandmother's china set. Uh, it's the fine china. Yeah, fine china. Uh, when he needs to brake, it's like the Flintstones. He puts his feet through the floor and just like presses down and tries to stop them, his momentum that way. It's bad. Uh, so stay av- stay away from Tom on the road. Um, All right. This is this is not where this was supposed to be going. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and have this. All right. <laughs> fine. Go back so to our you- actual plan. You were home. I did see you the one day, but we did not record. Then the other day, you texted me because you were doing laundry and you had a complaint with your dad. So kind of tell people what that was and that will be a perfect segue into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Yeah, so shout out to my dad who does not listen to this show as much as he should. He asked me the other day, he's like, you guys still making episodes? I'm like, yeah, we're still, fuck you. Um... Yeah, I mean, Probably he, did said think that this was me. The, he did think this was the Screaming Jews podcast, despite yeah. only you being Jewish. Well, he's not so sure about you, uh, and no. I, I can <laughs> see why. Um, but so, Jeez. I was doing laundry, and I have, this. we're going to get very intimate here, listeners, so pull up a chair, gather around. Um, I have one pair of underwear that the the flap over the genital region is in a constant state of being folded. It was like manufactured that way and it has never been okay. And it's just, it's uncomfortable and it leaves me nervous to wear it. So it comes out of the laundry and I am like pressing it so that it's aligned the correct way. And I'm like rubbing it against the corner of the wall so that it like, you know, the way you straighten things out, you're, I'm giving it some guidance and I think it was my sister who said, what the hell are you doing? And I explained exactly what I just said. And I was like, because for whatever reason, they keep putting these damn pee holes on the underwear, despite the fact that nobody in their right mind uses it. And I thought that was a, a pretty popular thought. I didn't think anyone actually 
made use of these pee holes, and I want to clarify the pee hole being the the penis flap, not the pee hole that burns when you know <laughs> you have a disease. Um, but and my dad looked at me. He was like, "What do you mean no one uses them?" I was like, "Do you do you use the the pee hole?" He's like, "That's a very personal question because my dad <laughs> likes to set up those kind of things and then act all offended." Um, but I was like, "How the hell?" So we put a Twitter poll out. Um, which someone tried to claim was tainted because this someone was a female and thus does not have the the required equipment to use the pee hole. But fuck them, uh, are because everyone agreed with me. So I'm just gonna assume that she voted against my opinion. Um, which you should not use the pee hole. Like I don't understand. There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Tom, about this, where Larry David, also Jewish, is on my side. Um, and I know that he's, like, your idol, so you really... The fact that you're on the other side of this argument is just appalling, and you should be ashamed. But I want to hear your side. I mean... Why the like, hell would you want to well, use like the When I'm at work, and I just got to go to the bathroom real quick, I want to undo my belt, undo the button, undo the zipper, pull it down a little bit. You know, just, it's there for a reason. P-hole, fly, two-step process rather than, like, a four-step. I'm in, I'm out, and I can get back to work. Uh, when I'm at home, kind of different story, but when I'm at work, like, Dude. yeah, I use it. That's what it's there for. It's, no, that's actually what it's there for. No, it's, it's there, no, 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 it's there for the same reason that we have Valentine's Day. Because it's a fucking thing that has been done, and no one's wise enough to get rid of it. Um, I, the amount of people who have claimed that it's like due to the complication or the complicated nature of the correct method, which is just dropping everything, uh, is that's the amount of people that have said that to me is. Listen, I never said it was complicated. Not, I never I don't said it was complicated. I'm just saying, it, like, it's the way you. That doesn't you mean just it's said I'm it just was, saying it's you a said lot it was too many steps. To just one, no, no, no. It's a lot easier to just go one, two. That's what complicated means. Open In, a book. Out. Literally. In, out. Okay. No, because, look, I've, A, you know, over the years, you get very quick at unbuttoning, unzipping, and dropping. It's it's basically one step at this point. And, like, if you're wearing athletic shorts or sweatpants, and I, I know you wear sweatpants way often. I don't often remember than, the last time I wore should, sweatpants. But here we are. Um, like, there's... Thanks. Well, congratulations. Yeah, fuck you. You've matured. Um, took you fucking long enough. But, like, you... You know, you can't unzip anything there. So, you know, how does that become your force of habit? But, again, I... It's so quick to just... <laughs> Big girl job? Whatever, Mr. Working Girl. Um, <laughs> but, like, yes. Um, but if, like, if you just drop everything in an instant, it's so quick. Like, there's no issue. I don't want to have to fucking... And then you gotta, like, dig it through not only the P-flap, but the zipper. And it's, like, fucking... Like, doing Pan's Labyrinth. Like, you gotta find its way out one hole and out the other. And then f- out into the urinal, which, because I, I assume the urine... I don't know. Is that what people do? Unless the urinals you guys all taken don't up. really use the stalls unless they're going number two. <laughs> also true. Um, or if you're self-conscious, <laughs> Cody. Um, but, like, I just... that That's the complicated... Like, 
weaving it through one and then through the other and then you know if you're wearing a second pair of pants or a second set of underwear as some people do for extra protection you never know then you gotta snake it through a third layer of hell and you're in Dante's Inferno by that point and it's just I don't know why you would do that when you could just drop everything and just flop it over pardon my expression it's so simple we are automatically losing 50% of our listeners yeah, who have no interest in this. Yeah, thanks four people that thank are you here yelling at their phones around. right now. Uh, hopefully on public transit ca- causing a stir. And then everyone goes, oh, I wonder what they're yelling about, what he's yelling about. And then they'll yell cathartic yelling. Yes, there we go. But uh, again, like, so when I'm yelling at home cathartically. Uh, and I'm wearing yes. jeans, I don't necessarily always go through the the flap. And I don't know why. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't depends how i'm feeling i don't even really think about it it just i do it and the only reason i know is because from last week you brought this up i was like all right i'm gonna kind of try to consciously be aware of when i'm doing it when i'm not doing it and i only notice it after i make the first move but yeah at at work 100 percent of the time i'm going in there <laughs> even so there's there's a bathroom that has one urinal and one stall so even nope. when the urinal's taken and i have to go in the stall to pee Always flat, flat. No, all right. I'm going to give you one example and one angry idea. We'll start with the angry idea. If you are putting your junk through the P-flap, that is defying the laws of the underwear. The underwear is trying to keep that P-flap closed, and you are putting your most delicate manhood between two things that are trying to close on that manhood. If if it wasn't supposed to be there, why wouldn't it just be flat? Tom, why do... (laughs) But it's not. But it's never been. It should be flat. That's what happened in the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it was genius. It's Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's the premise. Nothing's ever supposed to work out. But it doesn't mean that Larry David isn't the smartest man in the past 2,000 years. That includes you, Jesus. Um, that was a good joke. I, I, I hope you're all laughing at that because I'm really fighting back my own laughter. Um, but So again, you're defying the laws of nature and you're putting yourself in a delicate position. And now, Tom, I pose to you this question. And, and this, was the reference of the, this was the reference I referenced 20 seconds no. ago. Have you seen There's Something About Mary? I'm not a Ben Stiller it a, fan. It is a film. It stars Ben Stiller. I don't I believe know. Cameron Diaz. I don't care. It's a good movie. Um, and some other guy who I don't remember. Um, I don't remember his name. I see his face. Anyway, it, Ben Stiller, it starts off with like a flashback of Ben Stiller going <laughs> to prom with Cameron Diaz. I really hope I'm getting these actors right. Otherwise, I feel stupid. But we'll go with... Let's pretend it's Cameron Diaz at the very least. And... He goes to her bathroom, and he's taking a pee, and their house is like a weird shape, and he's looking through the window, and he kind of he's just staring off into space, and he realizes that he's like accidentally staring through nice. Cameron Diaz's window while her mom is helping her get dressed, and they're like, they look at him, and they're like, pervert, pervert, and he's like, oh, no, no, and he goes to zip up real quick, because he's like, I don't want to, you know, this is a weird situation, I gotta put my thing away, and he zips up, and he catches himself in the zipper and it is mortifying and he has to like 
Yes, the ambulance is called, not... and like her dad is trying to help him, and the yes, I'm not paramedics come and they're like laughing himself. at him. We, we it's fucking that, bad. But and I'm like, why? Right, so, you know what? You don't have a chance to do that with if you just drop trow. You know what? I think I once in middle school walked into the bathroom to see a kid at the urinal <laughs> with his pants around his ankles. That was an unpleasant experience. I'm not saying we do that. But I'm saying I also that is that experience he was more correct time. than you are, Tom. God, crazy times, crazy times. <laughs> um. <laughs> God, I I like to think those guys are still doing that to uh, this day. I don't know. Like I, I, nobody I ever told them. But uh, yeah, I, I I see. I'm glad you're concerned for my safety. I really am. But uh, I guess mm-hmm. until this happens, I'm gonna be a risk taker and I'm gonna go do what I do. And I'm stubborn, so take that. Is it bad that I kind of hope it does happen to you so that you I, learn? I is that like bad friend? The bad most important thing in the world is being ju-ju. right. So no, I don't. I don't fault you for that. All right. Uh, really quickly, we touched okay. on this before, Corey, about Mazeltov. Um, talking on the phone while we were gonna stay in the bathroom. This is another bathroom episode. While you're on the seriously while you're on the phone <laughs> it's the easiest thing to talk about taking a two <laughs> so dollars according to dollar shave club seven percent of their members took a survey and said they do talk on the phone while pooping now i did not take this survey but i would be of that seven percent so Corey, i say this to you seven percent of men talk on the phone while pooping 40 mm-hmm. percent of people use the p flat and there's a great saying take the road less traveled you know what you should do? Take the road less traveled. Take the road of us forty. Yeah. I should. There you go. You took the road right the out of my mouth. Flap. That maybe. Hold on, Tom. Quick theory. Maybe that's why we have. Maybe it's not a pee flap. Maybe it's a poop flap. Maybe we've all been wearing our you underwear backwards all these years. Just blew my mind. All right. Again, we're hiring cathartic yelling interns. Uh, we're so overloaded with applications, we haven't hired one yet. But if you're in the running for this, make sure you put down as another cathartic yelling challenge. It's like our fifth one. List all them, and one will be to go poop through the P flat, right? Maybe. Don't send us a picture of your underwear when it's done. He's Corey. I'm Thomas. We'll see you next week.